When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher, and this is the show where we talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, I am sharing with you a conversation I had with Ryan McRae. Ryan is from the ADHD Nerd. And Ryan's been on the show, I believe, three times before. The first time to talk about ADHD itself. The second time we were talking about a year ago about resolutions and why you should make them. And a few months ago, Ryan came on and talked about taking a productivity retreat. This time, Ryan is on the show to talk about a Danish word known as huga, which has a lot to do with not always being on or productive or producing, I should say, because it can be very productive to not always be producing. Not only that, and talking about this time of year, these seasons, or this season that we are in, weather-wise, time of year-wise, when it comes to November and December, and even January and February, but we talk about how checklists can be involved in achieving that state of Huga. So, I think you're going to enjoy this conversation. It's a pretty (laughs) fun one, as you'll be able to see. This week, it is my privilege, once again, to welcome back Ryan McRae to the show. Welcome back, Ryan. Hey, Eric. So, uh, I had this crazy notion of having you come back to talk on almost this annual basis now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you notice? Like, yeah. You originally, oh, you originally came on and we talked ADHD, and you were the first person to come on and talk that topic with me. I've had, since then, Eric Tivers, as well as... I love Eric Why Tivers. am I blanking on his name? The guy who had the book come out recently. Man, that's bad. It's the faster, smarter, better, whatever. Oh, Peter Shankman. I had Peter Shankman on recently. Oh, Peter's great. Yeah. But you've been on twice before, or you've, yep. you were not, that was the first time you were on talking about ADHD. <laughs> then I think we talked about, we, t- I know you were on and talked about resolutions. Yeah. We were talking about resolutions. That's end what of it the was. year stuff. Yeah. And that was the beginning of this year or the very end of last year, which right. made me think to have you come on again this right now. Yep. But then you also came on earlier this year again, and we talked about you taking a productivity retreat. Right. And that was a great episode. Yes. Yeah. But what you came back to talk about this time is our man crush on Todd Henry. No. Todd (laughs) Henry. Oh, my gosh. So we didn't plan on talking about this, but I want to say this. Todd's been on the show twice before, and- the second time he was on, he and I got to talking about U2, because we both love U2, Yes, as well as the fact that one of his friends did a bunch of the work on the giant video laser whatever uh, screen, uh. Uh, technical anomaly, that is the, the screen for the Songs of Innocence and Experience Tour and the Songs of 
experience and innocence or whatever you want to call it. They're, they're going back out on the road again right now. Ugh. But Todd and I started to geek out about that. But then, but wait, there's yes. more. The Joshua Tree Tour that I went to twice this past year, uh, they were in Indianapolis. And suddenly in Chipotle, Todd Henry walks in with his son and is like, Eric Fisher. And I'm like, hey. Oh and, and one, he's strikingly handsome and more tall than I thought he would be. Oh, <laughs> yes, he is a giant man. And then two, he had just met Bono. Oh, so fits my, of jealous was he rage. Glowing? Yeah, was he, he just like he, radiant Todd he had Henry. The residual Bono radiation. So oh yeah, and uh, and then we met again later in line, and then we were kind of near each other down on the general admission standing room only floor for the con- for right. conference. It, it's like a conference. It really it's, is. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's church. That. Anyways, so it was fun. But then you have another story. So I've uh, I met Todd Henry at uh, I think it was like the second or third World Domination Summit, and I was just standing around and I was talking to Josh Kaufman who wrote the Personal MBA, and I'm just kind of like like all these authors that I love. I'm like, how did I get here? And and Todd Henry just kind of walks up. He's like, and I'm like, are are you Todd Henry? And I was introduced to Todd Henry. This sounds a little strange. I spent time in Afghanistan for a year, and um, Afghanistan is a place where, like, you always want it to be boring because if it's not, then you're in trouble. Right. So um, I got to read. Like, I was like, I'm reading all the things, and I, like, read The Accidental Creative. I'm like, oh, my gosh, who is this guy? And uh, I couldn't download his podcast because you can't download from Afghanistan very well. So because of all the, you know, yeah, war-ish yeah, yeah. things. Sure. So not really a great connection. So um, – so he and I are talking, and at the World Domination Summit, they had asked people what goals or what dreams they have in the next five, ten years. And they just like did like this fun video series that you think would just kind of be a montage at the end. Well, they selected you know three or four people, and then they fulfilled those dreams. Like, guy um, wanted to write a book, and they sent him on a train, and they got him a book publisher and an agent to meet. And um, one guy wanted to teach uh, how to take pictures or how to teach photography in India. So they got him all the equipment and they got him a ticket. And so people were like, oh, my gosh. So Todd Henry were talking about that, how they wish like and maybe like youth pastor summits. They should do this for youth or pastors really struggling. And we were just having like this deep conversation at this like world domination party. And Todd Henry looked at me, he goes, I'm going to go dance now. And I'm like. Me too. And like, we went our separate ways, like into this like massive crowd. And I was like, Todd Henry, everybody, Todd Henry. So, um, I've managed to connect with him at like, uh, Tim Grawl's events who does launch a bestseller and, um, just some random, some random things. And, um, he's been a part of my work. So, uh, Todd Henry, if, if you're listening to this podcast, when you're done listening to this podcast, download the excellent creative and have your mind blown. Yeah. There so, you go. I'll, I'm but gonna, after you finish this podcast, yes, finish this yeah. episode with your friends. and we'll link it up in the show notes and you'll be able to check that out. Yes. But Todd had some great advice in regards to seasons of life or oh, seasons, yeah. annual seasons is, <clears throat> you know, that you can't, one of the things we talk about in productivity all the time is basically, it basically it's avoiding burnout. Right. And, and we're on the brink of it all the time and just don't know it. I think these days. Yeah. Well, one of the most dangerous things about burnout is that a stage of it is when you go numb, like you don't realize it. And so now like you're still burning away and you're like, yeah, but I, I feel fine. It's like, no, your nerve endings, your mental nerve endings are like 
so shot they can't register pain anymore. And by the time they do, you're like, you're done. You got to like, cut off a limb. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've, yeah, you've completely – we've all heard that, that story of we're like, how did that guy burn out? He was doing just fine, and then he went from you know 10 to zero like that. And that's like, well, that's, that's literally burnout is you've, it is, you've gone too far. You've gone too far. Um, and I was, I was listening to the excellent creative by the great Todd Henry. And he was talking about how, you know, you have these seasons of productivity that if you start producing like a machine, your work will look like it was produced by a machine because it was produced by a machine. And (laughs) I thought about that and I probably spent the last four months. I launched a course. I'm trying to, you know, I'm just trying to push all this content out on my blog and making sure everybody's happy. You know, I'm not really checking in with myself, but you know, is everybody else happy? Does everybody else think I'm smart? And, uh, I just noticed, I'm like, man, I, I am just, I'm empty. I'm producing on, um, running on fumes here. Yeah. So, um, this season that we're into this winter for those of you in California, it's when it gets cold and you have to stay in. Um, yeah, it's it is blowing. Pr- well, you're in the windy city, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm in a flat plains area and, it, and it's blowing pretty hard today. Oh, yeah. It's when, yeah. It's right, right out today. And it's, it's, it's a very, we're having a very super warm day. It's like in the sixties, but tomorrow it's in the thirties. Yes. So welcome to the Midwest. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but, so I, I think I think this is that time of year though where uh, it's almost f- a good thing for us to follow maybe this the nature of the weather and the seasons that you can't be on all year round and expect to be producing something that is of quality or it will turn into a robot's work. Not to right. mention the the machine will start to break down. Mm-hmm. So not only will it not only will the high quality stuff become just low quality, you'll then start to get to the point where you can't even function. Right. And you won't you right. won't notice that till it starts to like act like it's it's like that you skip your oil change in your car for so yes. long and then suddenly it starts chugging, in other yeah. words. And it's it's at the worst possible time most of the time. Yeah. And this is that time of year where ironically things ramp up. When they oh. should be downshifting, like you've said. Yeah. People in the holidays, they just push and push and make sure this is good and make sure Timmy gets the right gifts and bop, 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 bop. And um, we just kind of fill it. And then what happens is there's like gap between like like Christmas and New Year's where it's like people are like, oh, now what about my you know resolutions and how am I <laughs> yes. going to change? And it's like, well, you're in this total frantic blitz out state of course you feel like you need to change like you know like ah it's all shipwrecked yeah because you you burnt it out even even before being involved in the online entrepreneurial business whatever you want to call it world i still felt that i still felt like expectations for december super high there's this gap then between oh that's done now and oh crap a new year Right. You know, and it's like this gap of yeah. freak out in the quiet of nothing's happening right now. I want to go sit and watch TV to numb myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, or eat, eat like a plate of like Rice Krispie treats. Oh, and gosh. That. That so good. disgusting. Right God, Henry. In a weird yes. way. Um, uh, but that's good. I mean, it's good for me to think that that would actually sound disgusting. 
I, I, because that's my my brain and my body coordinating to say no that's not that's not who you should be anymore no i'm, no. I'm proud of that actually yeah. so Good. but uh so there's this danish word that i thought was pronounced heige and it's not uh and and you thought it was pronounced what hooga hooga kind of like a hooga yeah. but not yeah and and i read somewhere that it's huga that so, might be I think you might be onto it. Pick your pronunciation, but we'll Huga. go. You want to decide on which one we let's we'll go. Do I'll Huga? go Hugo. Okay, you. I'll go Hugo with you. You know what? I think it's Hugo because Hugo is also a Danish name. So it's yeah. and I have a lot of those in my mom's side of the family. So, but what is this word? What does this mean? Why is this perfect for us to be talking about right now? Hugo is this Danish word about being comfortable, cozy, warm. It's like when it's raining outside and you have like this quilt on you and you're drinking like tea and you're reading a book and it's quiet. Um, it's just like that comfortable feeling of like being in a cabin and just the world is kind of shut away somewhere and you're just enjoying time with family and friends. It could be just a quiet night of board games and but like electronics aren't running the show. They're just. Um, it's just a time to settle. Um, and that's kind of the season we're in. And, and as I think about the season we're in, instead of like being this like producing machine, gross machine, um, it's a time of just reflection of intake. Um, what I decided to do was like, I'm not going to write for, you know, anything, attempt anything profound for a good month. And I've noticed I can read more. I enjoy it. It's not for like, I'm reading this so I can write this. It's just, I'm reading this because I simply enjoy it. If there's no, with this word, there's no like, you know, I'm doing this so that later on I can X, Y, Z. It's just, I'm here and I'm present. So, yeah. So to me, it sounds like, and my interpretation of it is, it's like a feeding of the soul and yes. the body. Even. Yes. Or, or let me put it differently. It's it's feeding of the soul, but you can feed your soul by feeding your mind or mm-hmm. your spirit or your body. All the components that make up us as people, feeding yeah. all those components, and then that feeds yeah. your soul or something. I yeah. don't know. Anyway. And, and it revolves around – and I would say it revolves around rest. Yes. Like, there's nothing – I'm not – you know, grinding anything out. I'm not frantically writing notes. It's just very smooth and easy. It's very, you know, um, it, and in the Danish culture, um, there's, they try to cut down on electrical lights. We're just going to use candles, you know, the meals, they're usually in slow cookers. So you can just, Hey, whenever you need to eat, eat, whenever you need to drink, we put drinks out. It's kind of like, not, you know, you're on your own. Um, and in the most comfortable way. Um, and I, and I actually was thinking about this when you did the, like that pub crawl. Yes. Productivity pub crawl. Part of that, part of that was, you know, I'm with my friend and he is, he's with me mm-hmm. and we're doing this together. And so, you know, when people, as we you know, the show's about productivity. When I think of this, it's like, you know, I've had friends invite me over and I'm like, Oh, what are we going to do? We're just going to play board games and read. And I'm like, that that sounds great. And there's no agenda. There's no like, you know, there's there's soup on the stove and end of list. That's yeah. 
Come as you are. It's not about and, tackling some problem. It's not even about like passively watching a movie. It's about like right. enjoying each other's presence, whatever's happening. Right. Kind of a thing. You know, and, and I could sit and read a book. You could sit and read a book and there's no, um, yep. there's, you know, there's no uh, agenda. It's an yeah. agenda night, which I think in our holiday season, we kind of like, it's all agenda. <laughs> you no, know, it's all like, we got to make sure the presents are, and this celebration and it's yeah December birthdays we got to take care of those and so yeah yeah for somebody who's first coming across this concept which they've heard they've had to have heard some of the components of this concept before because I've talked about it on the show before with you know in terms of rest or in terms of not you know basically avoid avoiding burnout um, having a weekend not working in right. the evenings, all these kinds of different components. But what we're talking about here is specifically taking a, I don't know, a chunk of time out of the year and designating it as like, it's not that you're not doing the things you're responsible for. You're going to work. You're doing those things. Right. But this is the time where you're not, you, you have especially cleared out the schedule in order to do this, in order to recharge Without a purpose of then being more productive later, although that is a benefit, it does happen. Right, it's not the goal, right? Right, it's a time of reflecting inside, thinking about um, the year that has gone on, um, but just having that be a big a rest being a big component. Um, because the weather is literally for most of us <laughs> telling us to slow down. Yeah, and rarely, you know. It's like the season of you have permission to slow down, to enjoy that book, to rest and not have this crazy um, hyper life that sometimes we, you know, we get addicted to. You know, we I, there's about a, a billion medium articles. That's like the word busy is like the new like you know, snob word. We're like, I'm busy. Like I'm busy. I'm busier than you. It's like, when did, when did this happen? Like when did, you know, um, you know, like, ugh. so I want to, my goal in life is to not be busy. You know, like I, I I want to, I I think of busy as being like crumbs inside of everything that I just want to sweep away and get out of my way. You know, that's what it feels like. It feels that if, if I had to have a, tangible kind of an em- or emotional feeling to having too many things on my calendar or too many things that I've said yes to that maybe aren't even on my calendar. They're like yeah. crumbs in my life. I want to sweep away. Yeah. And, and, you know, and practical ways to kind of embrace this would be, you know, um, people are like, I got Ryan, I got fail. I have like six kids. Like, how does this work? You know, I have, I have friends of mine and they're like, they go into what I call like slow cooker world for the next two months where they're like, everything is in a crock pot or, you know, I have friends of mine who've got multiple ones and dinner is just like dinners in the crock pot. There's bowls and spoons there, you know, and they eat together or they just kind of slow it down. So it's not like this. We have to have everything be formal and let's, you know, it's just kind of come as you are. Um, but, and they, you know, they eat around maybe watch something, you know, holiday ish, or they just sit and chill and, but just kind of reducing all the things that go on because, um, one, the weather doesn't cooperate with simple things anymore for a while. So, um, but that's one way is just kind of simplifying dinner. Um, 
Well, and, and that's and that's one step of consciously lowering the expectations. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. One one thing my my late mother instituted was the day after Thanksgiving, you could not buy anything for yourself until until like a holiday. And I was like, <laughs> oh, but it like reduced like materialism and yeah. made you appreciate what you have. You you did you know it was like it kind of cut me off from my you know I think she was just I think she was a minimalist at heart. My mother. So, yeah. uh, but that was one way. Um, and then just uh, you know allowing on the weekends, just making it, Hey, let's sleep in. Let's not have a ton of, of activities during this time. Still searching for a great candidate for your company. Don't search, just match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch that busy work. Instead, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. I wish I had Indeed when I was in the hiring process in roles in the past because it is a slow, arduous headache of a process to find the right people, or at least it used to be. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to find and hire great talent fast. In fact, in the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash to-do list. Just go to Indeed.com slash to-do list right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash to-do list. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you enjoy Beyond the To-Do List, I invite you to check out Best Laid Plans. I'm Sarah Hart Unger, the host of Best Laid Plans, a podcast devoted to all things planning and planning adjacent. I talk about everything from paper planner reviews to deep dives into all things productivity, from keeping track of goals and tasks to fitting in your true priorities and reducing the stress around planning and organizing across different areas of life. I am a practicing physician and mother of three, so I have a lot going on in my own life and I'm intimately familiar with the time constraints that impact us all. And I love sharing my own productivity strategies and learning from others who have their own ideas to share. I invite you to check out Best Laid Plans, available on all podcast platforms, or visit my website, theshoebox.com, T-H-E-S-H-U-B-O-X.com, to learn more. So I think another way that we could move forward with the Hugi Hugo Hogany. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know. We'll put it in the show notes. Hogie. There we go. Mm, that sounds good. Oh, anyway, um, Huga, Huga, right? Huga. That's what we said. Yep. Huga um, is, which may sound antithetical to what we were just talking about, but making lists, having checklists, yeah. kind of oh, as, yeah. especially for us ADHD people. Yes. Some a, a yeah. guide if you will, like, yes. whether that's a bare minimum of, okay, here are the things that like, if I want to fully switch off, okay, here are the things that like still have to get done. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. or for somebody else who's over, you know, they're frenetic and overactive. This is you paring it down to just this list. I read the book by, uh, I'm going to just destroy his name. I'm sorry, listeners, Atul Gawande. Okay. He wrote the, the checklist manifesto and he's a surgeon and it is about developing checklists in the hospital to reduce infection. 
So one hospital just had this outrageous and, you know, whenever they do a central line into the chest, boom, there'd be, you know, 30% of people were getting infections. And he's like, why? Why? And so he developed a checklist and then it went down to 0.5%. And you would just follow this step by step. And he gave all the power to the nurses to manage the checklist instead of the doctors. Cause they found the doctors were like, yeah, yeah. Like I don't need to wash my hands, whatever. So they run through this checklist and then um, boom, look, people weren't dying uh, in the hospital from a non-related um, you know, incident, what got them there in the first place. So um, I was reading this and I was like, okay, how can I implement some checklists in my life? And um, I have a day off checklist. So I work, I work retail. So it's kind of a weird schedule. So it's like, I have Wednesday and, you know, Monday off. So I was like, it was hard for me to schedule these things. So I was like, I'm just going to make a day off schedule. And my day off, I run through this checklist of all the things to do, tidy the house, um, write, I'm a writer, write a thousand words that, 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 because when I get up, I'm exhausted and I don't want to come up with what I have to do. Yeah. I don't want to, I, all I have to do is just on my Evernote, um, is look at this checklist and run through it. And by the end, now you're like, Oh, how long is this checklist? It's about eight things, eight, eight, nine things. And at the end of it, I've, I can look around the house and it doesn't look like a fraternity has been staying in my apartment. Um, I've shopped for the day, you know, like <laughs> I've, I've done adult things, but yes. we're like, can't you just know those things? I'm like, no, as a, as a gentleman with ADHD, my brain doesn't have a really good, uh, reminder. It's, I have to have to outsource it. So there's this checklist. I've done it when I'm not tired and, and I'm like, at the end of the day, what do I want to do? And then I have a checklist that's like days I work. And so I get up about seven. I usually work at noon and it's just, it's a briefer checklist, but it's like, Hey, make sure you pack a lunch that, 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 and get that done. Um, and that helps me do that. But any, any process that I repeat more than three times, I try to generate a checklist, a travel checklist. And, and you can find these on the internet. Like these aren't, this isn't like this newest, hottest thing is like a what list. Checklist you speak oh, of? Tell me more <laughs> uh, for 1999. Um, yeah, well, uh, but you know, a travel checklist, but I kind of make it my own cause that's how I, that's how I roll. But, um, yeah. And it's just, it's helped me out a lot just to offload the amount of like brain power. It's like, well, um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do this. I have a financial one where it's like once a month, I have a reminder that kicks out that says financial checklist. I hit a button. And it's like, check your retirement, check your this, and then I'm done. And I know I'm, I'm kind of on board with that. Yeah. I think that for a lot of people out there, so they're thinking, okay, so I need to make a holiday checklist. I need to do what Santa does is make a list and then check it twice. Um, and I think, and here's, here's the thing, like the holidays, the nat the holidays naturally add in more expectation and more things to do. Mm -hmm. But if we have this checklist and it's out of sight, out of mind and less stressful to us because we've then outsourced it, even if we're not ADHD, half the time we're acting like it because of our devices. But right. uh, if we have it outsourced and out of our mind and we're not constantly thinking, 
oh, I have to remember to go get this person's gift or I have to this or this person needs a dinner made for them. And, you know, I said I'd do that. Like if all that stuff is stored away in an out of your head thing, you're automatically going to get the benefit of exercising less mental RAM and moving right. more towards oh. the Huga. But also um, say then, oh, you know what? I'm going to take two hours on a Saturday afternoon and I'm going to then knock as many of those things on that list out or take a moment and prioritize the list and then knock a bunch out and then suddenly breathe, breathe a sigh of relief because the stuff's getting done. Right. Or ask for help. <laughs> Something we right. don't often Outsourcing do. that is um, pretty wise. Like um, I, I've done it where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to kind of put some money aside, freelance a little bit. And I'm going to have someone you know, take care of the house cleaning during the holiday season. So I don't have to worry about it. Um, I've had um, at the church I went to for a long time, the youth would do fundraising. They would do like, they'll wrap your presents. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. And I'm like, here you go, nerds. And I would just push those <laughs> gifts. And then, you know, a couple hours later, I'd come back and behold. And I didn't, I, I actually didn't, like, if a five-year-old wrapped it, they would do a better job than, oh, than I was. So I was, like, I was like, oh, I bless you and yeah. your house. So yeah, Same here. I can't wrap a present to save my life. but Yeah. Uh, so if, if you can offload anything during this holiday season, you know, pick to go to the strengths. Like, someone's really good at this. Please, please feel free to to do that. And and or if you're really good at something, offer it. Like you know, kind of take that in if you enjoy it. If you enjoy, out yeah. there, if you enjoy wrapping presents, please be a blessing to those around you. Like uh, me yeah. there. So what's funny was literally this morning I was sitting at my son's kindergarten school with my mother-in-law and my wife to watch his you know cutie little Christmas program thing for mm -hmm. twenty twenty-five minutes and. It was funny when they were sit I was listening to them talk and they were sitting there talking about, you know, my hot. Oh, gosh. I hope hey, forgive me if you listen to this. They don't. But uh, <laughs> they were both talking about our houses are both a mess. And I've often said, like, what is cool is they both will actually have no problem cleaning the other person's house. But we don't want to do our own. Right. And I'm like, yeah. take a half hour, go over there and, you know, swap the cleaning and just get it done, you know, <laughs> yeah. do a quick tidy or whatever. And, you know, in, in our right. case, like we've got some stuff in the garage that needs to be figured out where it goes still after moving into a house back yeah. in like April, but still you wouldn't, right. you, it, it, there is an untapped resource of trading tasks with someone else. Oh yeah. And not feeling like it's your thing you're doing, but you're doing a favor for somebody else and vice versa. And like even you could do that with meal swapping. Like, oh, I'm going to oh. make you guys dinner tonight. Cool, and I'll I'll do it for you tomorrow night or vice versa. Oh or, yeah, you know, or even double batching it. Like, yep. that'd be amazing. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. So this is one of those things that like, and there again, feeding of the soul through the feeding of the body and the companionship, etc. Yep. So you know, you could you could have everybody over for a gift wrapping party, you know, yeah. and and it, you're all together, you're all doing it. You know, sharing that resource, having, you know, making that a, making that a thing instead of everybody doing it by themselves. So, yeah. yeah. How do you then suggest we, I mean, is, is there a way to come out of this or, I mean, January is still pretty cold around here, even right. February, like we're talking kind of predominantly holiday stuff here, but I want to say like, what if you took 
you know, what if you literally said, no, the weather outside, gosh, is fri- frightful. It's frightful. I was going to say, and then I thought, am I going to really say it? And I did. Yeah. Um, oh, no. And, <laughs> and now I'm going to say, and the fire is so delightful. It but is, anyways, right? um, this season, even though the quote holiday season passes pretty quickly, right. the season of being able to have the weather indicate, depending upon where you are, that you should be dormant and recharging and not yes. trying to have like fruit that. come off of you <laughs> if you were a right. meta- metaphorical plant. Um, for an extended period of time, what like have you done that before more than just, say, December? Um, I, I haven't really, I but I want have. I don't to, you think know, I, um, I haven't done a lot of like launches or written like a book in January and like, look what I did. But I think it's the nature of, you know, I do most of my reading probably December through February. I burn through books because, um, I don't want to go outside. I, I make a conscious effort to like, say here, are the next five books I'm reading once I finish one, one goes to the bottom of the stack and it's more, you know, I kind of balance it out between fiction and nonfiction. Um, when I hear people are like, Oh, fiction's a waste of time. I'm like, well, you're a monster. Is my <laughs> You so watching you, a lot of TV you, there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, you're out there. You know, who you are. So, um, yes. read some fiction people, but, um, yeah. And I just make notes and I think what that does is it feeds us and then later on in March and April, the thaw hits. I've I've done all this re- quote research, where now I'm like I have I have like some creative currency to spend. Where I'm mm-hmm. like, I've done this reading, I've thought about this, I've thought about this, and writing becomes much easier. It's much more joyful instead of this like, come on, I need a new idea. Like even my audience isn't like, yeah, we just want to you know December, January, February. You don't need to send us a ton of emails on being productive. It's it's literally like we want to hear from you once or twice, you know, once a week, maybe every other week. I'm like, great. But they like to ratchet it up March, April, May and go from there. So I, I just had this mental picture of uh, you can't draw water from a frozen well. Right. You know, and if the, if it's the weather is ice outside, then there's nothing to draw from. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you couldn't metaphorically pour more water into the well by reading, and then when it's time, like it all thaws out, and you've got an and you've got an excess. You're, You're ready cool. to like, you know, the, pr- yeah. the 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 water, the prime, the pump has ha- been primed, kind of a thing. So yeah, yeah, I, I dare somebody out there to to try this. I dare that. I, in fact, I'm kind of kind I'm kind of daring myself to do this. Yeah, to say no, ex- explicitly take. December ish, and, and I know we're already into the month, but take December ish into say the till till the time it's about spring, and yeah. don't do new things. Don't you right. know, and and you know, and that kind of goes antithetical to to what some people say in terms of and what even you say when we're talking about resolutions when you've been on the show before. But that doesn't mean stop going to the gym. No, it means still go, like still do. Oh yeah, the ritualistic stuff that is yeah. good for you. <laughs> yeah, but it means stop running at a breakneck pace at all times. Slow down for a while. Yep, and take a look around. Yeah, see where Grab, you are. 
grab some books that have been sitting on your shelf mm-hmm. and, and start to enjoy them, you know, like just kind of recharge and you're like, and, and I get, I, and Eric, I get stuck in this. I'm like, well, I'm just doing this for me. Like, aren't I a hedonist? Aren't I just a selfish monster if I'm doing <laughs> this for my enjoyment only? And it doesn't produce income or prestige later on. Like, I'm a mon- No, like, just sit in the recliner, drink some tea, and enjoy, like, and if you're like, yeah, but I need permission. Listener, you have permission. Eric and I grant you permission to relax and just ratchet it down a couple notches. Like literally the world will not fall apart. Productivity as a word has this whole producing connotation to it. And the problem with that is then it makes you feel like to be productive. I have to constantly be producing and that's just not true. No. So I dare you. Like if you can, as you're listening to this, think of ways that you can do some Hugo, Hugo, Hugo. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Sure. Yes. Huga. There we go. It's like a mantra. Anyway, uh, if you can figure out some ways to do that in your world for your own sake, to take care of yourself, like, you know, almost say, look, I'm sick for the next three months. How would I act differently? Yeah. You know, and do that, do that self care for yourself, not for anybody else, but everybody else will benefit too if you do it. Yeah. So. Ryan, it's been awesome talking with you. Uh, so great. It's always good. And we've still never seen each other in person. We've seen we each other in, in video and all that kind of stuff. Yes. But like, anyways, I guess at some point we'll have to make sure our conference yeah. aligns. So. Yes. And if your listeners want like more information, I'll set this up a little page. Just uh, I'm at the ADHD nerd.com slash beyond. And uh, nice. So, some goodies about what we've talked about today. And um I would love, you know, if you want to check that out. Sweet. I'll link it up in the show notes. It's theadhdnerd.com slash beyond. Ryan, thanks for being on the show again. Thank you so much, Eric. Could you use some Huga in your life? I know I could. It's honestly what you've been hearing me talk about over and over again in different ways, from different angles, with lots of different people for a while now, over the past, not just this year, but years. And in fact, in other upcoming episodes. (laughs) I always have fun talking with Ryan. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If this hit home for you in some way, shape, or form, please think of that person who also should listen to this episode and forward this on to them in whatever way is possible. Share it while you're on your smartphone now. Hit Type it in on your iMessage or your texting or share it on social or private social messages some way to them. Let them know about this episode. Also, make sure to support this show by checking out the sponsors for this episode. Formstack.com slash beyond. You can get a free trial as well as 25% off your first three months with Formstack. That's formstack.com slash beyond. ZipRecruiter. Go post on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ziprecruiter.com slash beyond. And FreshBooks. Again, I dare you to make more money in 30 days with their trial than without it. Go to freshbooks.com slash T-O-D-O and enter beyond the to-do list in the How Did You Hear About Us section to let them know I sent you and support this show. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you get some Huga in your life, and I will see you next episode.
Beyond the To-Do List is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.